Hello there, this is Brian, and before we get going, I just wanted to send one final big, big thank you to all of our Steam Queens, all of our listeners. This is our last show of the year, and what a year it's been. We have seen tremendous growth, we have seen tremendous support from a whole lot of people, um, and it's meant the absolute world, and uh, uh there's a lot of talk about hashtag blackout Star Wars Eclipse during this and what a perfect, 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 perfect exclamation point to the end of this year. Thank you to everyone who supported this. Um, we were trending for a good chunk of the day on Twitter and that was just really, really amazing. And uh, I want to give a super big shout out. I meant to do this on the live stream, but to be totally honest... I was really nervous before the stream started that we were going to get a bunch of trolls, and so I wasn't in my right mind. It wasn't okay, because we could not have done this without our friend, uh, Katrina Dennis. They are great. I'm sure you know them on Twitter at, at OKatrina, and uh, without them and their organization and their foresight to even know that something like this would be possible, it wouldn't have happened. So I want to make sure I give them a really, really big shout out. Head on to Twitter, say thank you, do what you need to do. Keep using hashtag blackout Star Wars Eclipse because I guarantee you Lucasfilm heard us. And uh, the, the things that that game developer stands for have no business in Star Wars. With that, this episode is called Not Safe for Work. It's really not safe for work. Uh, I think we we're all a little tired and a little delirious, but I have to tell you, it was one fun show to record. So get ready. This is going to be a great episode. Have a lot of fun, and we will see you next year. Thank you very much, and drink up. Hello there, and welcome to Pink Milk After Dark, your late night live stream hosted by me, Peter Brady. I don't know what was up with that voice crack. But I have also got my much better host. We have that spaghetti jar loving queen, Emma. Hi. Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch. Hello. Finally decided to join us. Mm-hmm. And bye, bitch, Chase. Hello. <laughs> and bye, all you other bitches. Are you ready? <laughs> it's that time to drink up. <laughs> Hello to everyone, those of us watching us on YouTube. We heard there was a YouTube video out there calling us a bunch of Puritans, so we had to make sure there were some bottoms, some tops, some heavy squirters, and a rat low, ray low, <laughs> dirty fan up in this here live stream this evening. <laughs> Hello, my friends. How are all of you? Hello. It's been a day. It oh, has yeah. been a day. Truly. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels like it totally does. We were talking before the show. It totally feels like Pride. Yeah. So if you're listening to this later and you're wondering what we're talking about, today was the day for Blackout Star Wars Eclipse. 
And what a day it was. True. What a Truly. day it was. I checked the tweets, oh, maybe an hour ago, 30 minutes ago. And um, let me pull it up. Let me make sure I get this correct. Throughout the day, we have had 8,654 tweets. Amazing. Like, holy Amazing. bonkers. And we started yes. today with under 500. So yeah, right. That's right. incredible. And, and as like I mentioned earlier, as we were all chatting, and we ended up trending above share, okay? <laughs> that doesn't happen every day. Truly, what an honor. That is, that, is a, that is a huge queer achievement. And I, I'm very, very thankful that we're, you know, that this all happened and share is right there too. And that we're able to share the trending page. (laughs) I think it's proof that God loves F slurs. Oh yeah. It is. is That was the word. Okay. God, honey. Yeah. The baby Jesus. Like, I see you. I love you. (laughs) I was on this cross for you too. That's what it's saying. (laughs) (laughs) I probably just made a lot more people mad. Anyways, real quick. I want to say something. I shared this on another podcast. I was on Gold Squadron Gaze, which is another really fantastic queer yes. podcast you should go listen mm-hmm. to. I was on their most recent episode and I shared something about pink milk because we are very, very, very lucky that we have a very large straight audience. I'm like most of our audience is straight identifying people. And one of the craziest things to me that was very much of a, a, a mind opening experience was the straights found us first. And it was a straight audience that introduced us to a gay audience. Mm. And I'm very, very grateful to that. And it really, that whole thing changed my worldview, as I've shared many a time on this podcast. But specifically today, we trended on Twitter for almost 12 hours. We spent six plus hours in the top 10. Of all of Twitter in the United States, we hit number 11 in the UK. Um, We couldn't have done that without our straight allies. And so from this little 90s kid who grew up in the 80s and early 90s as a young gay person to know that many straight people would stand by us is just like Mm. overwhelming, over, Mm. over, over, overwhelming. So uh, we also want to say, hey, this is also our last show of the year. We're going to take some time off for the holidays and for our new year. And so we're each I'm going to give my beautiful co-host here a minute to say something. And then we're moving on and we're going to celebrate Star Wars because contrary to what YouTube has to say and those people, we really love Star Wars. And so we are not ending our year talking about trash. We're going to celebrate Star Wars and we're all very excited for the Book of Boba Fett and... That's what we're going to talk about. So, Emma, do you have anything to say about today? Yeah, I want to say thank you to my community that showed up for this campaign, this hashtag campaign of Blackout Star Wars Eclipse. And so many people where this might not have been their fight. They might not be gamers. They might not, you know, be that into the expanded universe of Star Wars. But they shared the hashtag and they helped us get it trending and keep it trending. And, you know, there's we've just seen so much allyship today. And I'm, I'm in mental energy that people put into supporting this cause. And I want to add that, yeah, you know, like it's really easy to frame this as like us being haters. But it's really because we love Star Wars and we want to see ourselves in that universe because we love the franchise. We love this world that was made. and. 
all the creativity of all of the amazing minds of writers and artists and dreamers that have gone into building it. And we just want to have a part of it. We want to be able to participate because it's something we love. And that's it. Well said. The top to my bottom this evening, James, how about you? <laughs> um, yes. Um, well, I would like to speak for all of us and say that, you know, as we as we thank everyone and as we sort of talk about what this has been like, I wanna I wanna really be clear that when we all when all of us say we, we mean everyone who believes in in demanding better from Lucasfilm. You know, we're not speaking just for ourselves or just as pink milk. Like we're saying collect that that is a royal collective we mama. So um <laughs> I just wanna, yeah, kind of just speak again on the allyship. I it's been amazing to see um the the amount of fronts of allyship that have been flexed today i mean it, it's it's for queer people people of color and for women um it's for so many people in so many marginalized communities that have been you know subjected to so much hate by well i, I should say i assume allegedly by um david cage and his co-ceo and yeah i'm just i'm it's really incredible to see the way that everyone has like shown up for ourselves and shown up for each other. And I want to say, keep it up because today was a huge, huge win, but who's to say we can't have more wins in the future. I like to think today was enough noise to get Lucasfilm to address and rectify their decisions. It might not be, and they could very easily be waiting for holiday break and new year's, you know, a time of like a lot of distractions and everyone's very busy. So I want to make sure that we kind of keep it up and we don't just let it, let it die after today. Love it. Love it. Also, everyone, if you haven't done so already, there's a link in the chat there to an io9 article Mm. that Chase was interviewed for. And I have to say props to you, my friend, because it was really, really wonderful. The things you had to say, like, were really, really brilliant. And I think you you made it super, super, super well known that uh, it was not just about you. Thank you. And about us and about all that. So I'm really, really proud. I'm proud. Thank you. you. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, a heavy squirter, Mark. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to knock this Puritan crap out of the room real quick. Yeah. We're dirty. <laughs> it's a effing steam room. Yeah. Yes, today, as we've said, we know there are creepy Palpatines hiding in the corners of steam rooms. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, I... For me, I'm just adding on to what has already been said. I mean, you know, to think that this kind of support would come out for this particular hashtag campaign, you know, and and have people show up the way they did was fantastic. And obviously, yes, you know, we wanted to get the word out, but in the end, it's for all those people that are also younger than us who need that extra help to get that get that the word out you know i mean it's like i wish i would have had someone show up for me like this when i was a kid and nobody did you know it was a lot of crap that obviously you me all of us have had to deal with and you know it it it, it's it's about all of us in the end it's about you know saying something when it's important you know even if like we could totally get fucking total shit for it like we did all day you know we put our necks on the line for 
putting ourselves out there and speaking up because, you know, we're everyone is okay with the gays and being fine as long as we're being quiet about it. But the moment we have a problem with something that we want to put it out there, then all of a sudden, you know, we're a problem. We're too political. We're too mm. this. We're too that. It's like, you know, hush up, gay. We were fine mm. when you weren't, you know, throwing it in our faces. So, mm. 100%. I, I, yeah, in, in, in the end, I mean... Yeah, like I said, we love Star Wars. You know, we're not here to hate. Um, I just, I want to continue to enjoy what's coming out and not have all the bullshit chip away at that love because, mm-hmm. you know, it wears on people after a while. And, you know, I, I want to be able to enjoy my space here just like everybody else does. People don't realize how well they have it, you know, and they want to sit there and criticize people when they speak up about these important things. And it's like, you know what? Hope you never have to do the same because you're going to know what it's going to feel like someday yeah. if that's the case. And, you know, good luck to you. But, you know, but thank you for everyone who did show up today and 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 assist and the allyship is, as you said, because it's super important. It, it, you know, it's beautiful to see that. And, uh, you know, we want to keep that going because we're all here to enjoy Star Wars. Yep. We love it. Yep. All there's to it. 100%. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> all right, real quick. First, I also want to say thank you to all of our Steam Queens. Uh, the yes. hashtag was born in this very stream last week mm-hmm. because of the steam queens mm. and your endless support has been so incredible i love it so appreciative so appreciate i so appreciate it i can't even talk i'm so like <laughs> um but this was a win for all of us like for everyone as chase was saying it's a win for everyone and you know i'm really happy to know and to think that i i think our show is well known for being a good time and laughing and and you know a few months ago we were toxically positive according to a bunch of people you know and like i I think we have a good time but don't ever mistake our laughter for weakness or our laughter for a lack of calling people out when we need to because we do love star wars and i think anyone who's listened to probably more than 45 seconds of this show probably knows that we love star wars Mm -hmm. and but what what quantum dream or quantic dream see i don't even want to remember the damn name like i don't even <laughs> want to remember it uh what they stand for doesn't belong in star wars it is the antithesis of what star wars represents and yes we all know all those people out there who are hating on us want to point out that they were turned over there's a few gay people who are at us too who said there's no proof and i'm like have you not walk down the street and been called an F slur. Have we not been our own offices and heard derogatory remarks made towards us? Mm-hmm. Have we not thought any of those things, but it doesn't go anywhere because as chase so brilliantly put last week, it, it is so normalized that we have no voice. So I don't think a lot of us needed proof from a court to know that it happens. We needed proof from a court to help end it, but the court didn't want to help end it. One judge had a good thought and tried to end it. And then quantic dream sued them Yep, Yep. with more money than the employees and the people who were trying to do it. So they got it turned over. So they got one judge that would like, you know, and some lawyers that bought their way into it. Yep. So 
I don't trust that garbage. And I know we all know deep down that's the way it is. Even the ones who are out there hating. So another thing I want to quickly say is all the people throwing hate our way, I've been like frustrated about it. But then I decided, no, you know what? I'm happy for them. I don't want anyone to have to hear the things that we have to hear. I don't want anyone to have to hear the things women have to hear. I don't want to have to, as you were saying, Mark, you know, I don't want people to have to hear what people of color have to hear on a regular basis. So the fact that your life is so wonderful that you think us standing up is just a cry for help and we're boohoo babies in the corner, you know, I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy for you. But what you don't understand is I'm fighting for my three little boys out there who might be queer, who are not all white, but I want them to have as easy as a life as you do. That's what I'm fighting for. So maybe they can make fun of somebody, which they wouldn't because they're good people. But, you know, I want them to feel like, oh, I had it so good. I think everybody has it that good. That's what I'm fighting for. So that's what we represent here for. That's what we here stand up for. All of it. Anyways, I'm losing my track. And uh, we're going to get to book about the pet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be a really awkward transition, but real quick, I want to make it, you know, but I digress. And, I, and I'm going to throw some shade because we're gay and that's what we do. I'll get my fan ready. Please do. I've got my tiki tea ready. Oh, and I'm so excited. I only wish Buck was here, but there are two people here looking at you, Paul, and looking at my husband's boyfriend, Jason here. <laughs> Perfect representations of our audience. One gay, one straight. Both like to bitch at me, though. <laughs> I have two pops here that no one can really see. If you're sorry for the podcast. Oh, no. Listeners. We're going oh. here, but are we? We sure are. But <laughs> we have a father and his son right here. Buck, thank you for the Buck Box. But also, when you're listening to this later in the podcast, this goes for you, too. Jason, Paul, still looking at you right here. Oh, a real father. <laughs> And a creepy person <laughs> who wanted to kidnap this child. I literally bought this Funko Pop for Jason, Paul, and Buck. And he's going to sit here taunting all of you. And I'm going to put this story in all of y'all's heads right now. Because we all know the expression out of the mouth of babes, correct? Right? Yes. My beautiful youngest son, Michael, walked into the office and immediately said, Daddy. Where did you get this? And I said, I bought it for my friends on the podcast. Mark and Emma? No, 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 no. Listen. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was Darth Vader. <gasps> Case in point, out of the mouth of babes, Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, no. So, Paul, oh, my. Paul, and Jason, the next time yeah. you come for me, just remember <laughs> that my son thought Darth Vader kidnapped baby Grogu. I am not lying. Wow. Chase, where's the fan? That honestly, it does it speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh <laughs> Jason's uh-huh. like, actually, you know what? I was backing you all week, all day, all week. Right, exactly. But now mm, get the gaze <laughs> away from children. Get yeah. the gaze away from children. <laughs> you oh. messed up but good. <laughs> oh. Oh, look at this. And now the, yes, the straight exactly. people have been around exactly. gay people for too long. Vader with the good boats. Right? <laughs> I mean, look who's here. 
Hi, oh. hey, hi, Tom. My husband Tom Barry is hi. in the steam room with everyone. Everyone, please gander. He's very hot. This is your moment to see him in nothing but a towel. He might not be wearing one. I don't know. But he's all the way in New Jersey right now. <laughs> we love you, Pop Pop. Oh, <laughs> oh all right, Chase. You're going to yes. tell us about an article today to start this conversation yes. with. With uh, today, actually, we're going to talk about our predictions of the Book of Boba Fett. So, Steam Queens, everyone in the Steam Room, start getting ready. What do you want to see? Oh, I'm sorry, I have to say hello, Luke. I'm so glad you got off and you're oh, able to be here today. Yay. Hello, hello, Luke. Hello, hello. Um, oh, also, oh gosh, Christopher's here. Christopher, listen to Dark Side Divas. Thank you yes. for the shout out. Thank you for that wonderful video about uh, uh, about that video game that shall not be named because mm-hmm. I keep forgetting their name. Oops. Um, <laughs> anyways all right so we're gonna steam queens let us know what you're most excited for in your predictions of the book of Boba fett but chase is going to start us off with this little article that they read today and uh we're going to start talking about our predictions of the book of Boba fett hello everyone the book of booby feet (laughs) here we go Um, I'm sure most people saw the Hollywood Reporter had a had an article that is trending um, by James um, Hibbard um, called How the Book of Boba Fett Will Shake Up Star Wars. So oh. it's been a very, very exciting article. And honestly, it got me as, yeah. uh, again, I love all Star Wars. Hey, what can I say? But uh, I, I wasn't as excited for Book of Boba Fett until I got this article. So very excited about it now. Um, and I guess I guess we can just like read a couple excerpts from the article. Um, one of the first one of which was that was super exciting to me was just the fact that the the only scenes that we've seen from Book of Boba Fett are in the first episode and a half. So we haven't like what we've seen is pretty pretty exciting, and it's not even like a fraction of what we're going to get in the whole show. Um, and, and, um, um, well, basically, yeah, it can't use half. Set, they, sorry. One more time. The producers <laughs> have only revealed that footage from the seven episode seasons opening minutes. Um, we can't use the second half of the first episode because it gives so much away. Um, and the director also went on to add that using a character like Boba Fett invites a whole world um, from the underworld in with him, which I think is super, super exciting because I think we've all been very hungry for um, underworld content, like sort of like, darker seedier content from star wars Mm -hmm. that i think a lot of us like really wanted with maul and it was you know everyone knows like i think by now by that was like sort of like george lucas's intention was to sort of have maul sort of bring out that like underworld syndicate like crime lord vibe Mm -hmm. um but i think we're going to get a lot of that energy with boba fett which is going to be super super fun um and then rodriguez also went on to say that things turn up that we don't expect and that um there's every single episode has really big surprises and that um, some, some familiar faces or helmets might be showing up, which is super exciting. So I thought that might be a nice place to start for us and sort of talk mm. about like who we'd like to see show up, who we think would show up or wouldn't show up. Um, yeah. I think that might be like a nice place to start. What helmet do we think will show up first? Mark, I'm going to jump to you. Helmet, mm-hmm. as far as because I'm well, a little lost on the question. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Okay, no, Chase just said we'll see some familiar helmets. Oh, I like buckets and like yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's specifically a helmet that I'm looking for. Here's the thing 
Now, knowing that, it opens up the door to a lot more possibilities because we didn't really know a lot about it, which I'm kind of glad. And I honestly had forgotten that Robert Rodriguez was going to be the director. And now I'm re-excited like I was when I first Mm. heard about it, right? Because I'm like, I forgot he's doing this, right? This That means that there is a lot already going on here. Um, And, you know, obviously I want Cad Bane. I want my, my Cad Bane to come into this condo. You know, if we can get him in here. I mean, give us that fun, like deliciously evil underbelly of this whole world mm-hmm. that we we love. Because that's it, it's gonna be fun to to be able to explore that side of everything. You know, obviously you see things from the side of the heroes, we see things from the bad guys, and that's fine and everything, but the dynamic, you know, that we got in Return of the Jedi with Java and Java's palace and all these like baddies hanging out you know nothing but like you know the again the underbelly of like what's going on on tatooine it was fun right it's fun Mm -hmm. to be able to like go in there and explore what's hiding behind those shadows who is this there i'm sure there were tons of people in that one palace that had their own story and it's like you could Mm -hmm. you could build on that and it's gonna be so much fun yeah obviously yeah exactly so I don't know. I, I'm just I, I I had honestly forgotten about a lot of this to where I wasn't even excited for the show, but now I've reinvigorated. So let's do it. Oh, look at that. <laughs> and there's Buck who just slid into the steam Yay! Room right after the shade had been thrown. Oh. <laughs> and Andy, we love you. Oh, I wish. Randy. Oh, this is super cute. That would be honestly. I, oh my god! I will lose my mother mind if we know those in there. We know, <clears throat> but I think Hondo is really awesome, and I think Hondo has a real like possibility. Yes, because Ooh. this is like we know he's around. He's in Galaxy's Edge, so he's alive, mm-hmm. and they're going to need to give that animatronic that actually has a pretty big role some sort of context for the casual people. That's because, a really yeah. good point. Like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's such a cur- such a fun charismatically pos that he's just mm-hmm. you gotta you just can't get enough of him right oh yeah you know? yeah yeah like what a great care like honestly because we all know he's evil but we all also kind of love him yes exactly <laughs> we all know we can't trust exactly him exactly and so in that sense he reminds me of garrick from d space nine there's your star trek reference okay. so and I- <laughs> <laughs> he was not evil in rebels yeah but no, then he, he was around, straight he up sweet vile. He was vile in Clone Wars. Like that's, that's yeah. the Savage yeah. Press yeah. arc. He was like, yeah. but like yeah. he ended up saying how Not much good. he loved Ezra, right? Because that's his yeah. boy, right? You know, yep. it's like he comes around and he sees something in Ezra that makes him a kindred spirit, and I think that's what helped bridge everything. You know, Ezra Bridger. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cut to you here in a second, Emma. But I want to bring up Brian here because. I kind of maybe could be rad, especially because Tom and I were literally just talking about this story arc in the Clone Wars <gasps> on Husband and Husband. But mm. it may be random, but I'd love a surprise return of Mace Windu because it would be interesting to see how that affects Boba's taste for revenge for his father's murder versus his new found sense of honor. Mm. I like that. <laughs> like... Uh, on Husband and Husband, we were literally the last three podcasts we were breaking down that first ep- season... Uh, ep- um, appearance of boba fett in the clone wars and tom the casual fan was like yeah i kind of like boba fett now he doesn't seem like that bad of a guy 
<laughs> that was like what he kind of walked away with. And we decided that Boba Fett had more honor than Mace Windu did. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emma, who who is someone that you want to see? Is there a helmet, a bucket in particular you would like to see? Um, not particularly. I really like the point that was made about Sabine coming back and it mm-hmm. being a thread. Yeah. It being a thread towards the Ahsoka series yep. because yep. those characters are so intertwined. Sabine. So yes. it would be a weaving those two properties together. Okay, that would be cool. That would be real cool because Ahsoka's probably not gonna be till 2023 three maybe 24 we've got Mm -hmm. a ways before that i think Mm -hmm. yeah but i'm always down for sabine and i'm a fan of the of the dark saber being like this thread that weaves all of like the oh, the, the Mandoverse. Okay. Oh, like, absolutely. I like that yeah. being the needle that pulls the thread through whatever Agreed. whatever I think that would be rad. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah um, why not, right? You know, so because you now call it then and then it becomes the dark saber saga, right? Yes. When all is said and done. So can you imagine? <laughs> I oh love that. I can. So, I'm starting in AO3 right now. Dark Saber Daddy is going to be my handle. (laughs) (laughs) No, like for real, like talk about the way we've spoken about Din Djarin on the show is very much a coming out story and coming to terms with being a queer man. Right. Yeah. And I think I think his ownership over that Dark Saber is going to be really him coming out and throwing the first stone at Stonewall will be him saying, no, actually, this is mine. And when he gets there, I think we will see a new level of Din Djarin. Who is very confident? He knows he's a daddy. I, exactly. As I've always said, yeah. he's going to be force sensitive, and that's why he is the true owner of a dark saber. Yes, and then we can say, "Hey, <laughs> dark saber daddy, split us in half." Yeah. <sighs> I'll be your cream between a cob and a din sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> cream on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> Puritans, my ass. <laughs> Chase, how about you? Who do you want to see? I want Omega more than okay. anything because oh. I really think, and like, not just because it would be fun, it would obviously be fun. Yep. And not only because it would make me like the Bad Batch more, because it would, and I could use that. Um, but I think really it would, it would, like, like we've been talking about. Boba Fett has sort of like had a had an arc. He's he, he cares about his honor. He seems like more like a good guy and all that. But what we haven't seen from him is him like soften. And I think if we if I think if Omega entered the picture, there's like room for a little bit of like softening where we really see the vulnerable side of Boba Fett and very just like soft like vulnerable side because especially like bringing back to like what was brought up about um. If if Mace Windu was alive and how that would like kind of throw Boba Fett into like wanting to like avenge his dad and everything like that. I think that that like along the same lines, but totally different. If Omega was in the picture, then we would also have room for Boba Fett to have that sense of family that he had with his father, but this time with his sister. You know what I mean? So I think that it could be like a really pretty thing that that gives us some softer sides to him. Oh, yeah. I really like that. Like Tom and I were talking about that because Tom wants to see Omega. 
I don't know if I'm personally ready because I feel like I want to get to know her more in animated form first. I'm down with it and for it. I'm here for it. And I'll be cool. But I really kind of like that. And then let me throw a what if. What if Omega is the one who's become very jaded and angry? And it's Boba Ooh. Fett who teaches her how to be soft again. I love that. And I love that because too, like with like, I understand like wanting to get to know her more like through animation mm-hmm. and like, as we're watching her grow up right now, but at the same time, like that's kind of what we saw with Ahsoka. Like we saw her all animated and then we saw her live action. Mm-hmm. I kind of love the idea of seeing a character at the same time at different mm-hmm. points, like being bonging around at different points in their life, mm-hmm. like from an audience perspective, like from cartoon, live action, cartoon, live action, yep. and just kind of putting all the pieces together. That would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I like Nick here too. Says my big prediction is that Din Djarin shows up towards the end to help Boba. Boba dies. Din gets Boba's Ooh. ship in time for season three. Oh, which I want to ask you all something because it's been a hot That's minute good. since I've seen all of the Clone Wars like in sequential order. Mm-hmm. But when we were watching these episodes, the Slave One blew up. It was shot down. Hmm. and blew up and we all know remember a few months ago all the angry torturers because kathleen kennedy is changing the name of the slave one to the fire spray well we never heard it called slave one in the prequels it was just a kenner toy so if that ship blew up maybe he rebuilt it and it's always been called the fire spray yeah fair right galaxy brain Mm -hmm. big brain my son is being is saying anyways Also, can I just say really quickly, Hope put out a, a wonderful point that Omega would help explore Boba's feelings about clones in general, that's, which that's I think we're all yeah. like really hungry for. And I think that like, yeah. I just like don't see how they wouldn't explore that necessarily yeah. in this show. Like, how could you have a show about like the premier clone, arguably the most famous clone, yeah. without exploring that side of it? I mean, because we already had it brought up in The Mandalorian, how his kind are treated by... Man, you know, people from Mandalore, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. And it's like, you know, eventually they're going to have to find some common ground. I mean, and it, and it would help for him to see things from the perspective of his brothers and mm. sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would love to, I would love to see that. Um, maybe you were talking about buckets. Um, is it possible that Rex could show up in this at some point? Because then I'm, I'm totally down for that. And Sabine, of course, but yeah, I mean, give us some. I think if that's what we're talking about, buckets. I'm thinking buckets is going to be clones. I thought I'm going to yeah. I'm going to bring it around to that. I'm going to bring it around to that because now I get it. I, at first, I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" I'm sorry, but now, not you, but the, the article. No, I know. Yeah, but now, I know. But now I get it. Bye, Paul. Um, now I get it. It all makes sense. Okay, so cool. <laughs> yeah hey paul before you leave sorry everyone on the podcast but <laughs> anakin skywalker aka darth vader exactly i didn't say it <laughs> exactly. um you know what i just thought of would be great we were talking about crime syndicates underworld all of that mm-hmm. i don't know if any of you remember our ship from uh the bad batch but I would like to see Hauser in live action with some really hot and sexy hair with Roland Duran. Like, let's have power couple. Like, somehow Hauser became underground bad. What's dude. the name of Roland How You Dern? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
they found that one horn and they've turned it into like a little thing. Right. He was, he was, yeah, he was pretty sexy. They, they sure were. That would be one hot couple. Oh, and we can have an entire episode couple. of them just having sex together. Like, yeah, oh, that'll be for Disney Plus. After It'll dark. be the men.com version of <laughs> exactly. the book of, uh, the book of booty fat. There we go. Exactly. There we go. Um, yeah, no, I love the idea of clones. As we said, you know, I totally queer code the clones as queer anyways. I don't, I can't not do that anymore because I just feel like, oh, I'm sorry. That is my dog who'd like to get out. Um, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> um, you know, the clones, I just really feel like a, a very much of a queer story. We talked about like, oh my God, Roxy, I'm sorry, everyone. Um, we talked about like, the the end of the bad batch when Camino was shot down and all those empty hospital beds and like nobody was there for them and like all of that and I like the idea of Boba Fett also kind of dealing with that yeah in a way and mm -hmm. and and may I add that if we're going to explore and go down that route with his brothers coming into the the actual story then what if he finally realizes what he has with them and i don't want to see them used but he builds his own army and he's able to work mm -hmm. with them to gain the respect and the power that he needs and now he's finally one with his brothers you know and not not to use them but they find a common ground to be able to exist and yeah. they have a place in the world after yeah. what has happened, because obviously the Empire wants to throw him away, right? Yeah. And he realizes that they're thought of as expendable and how he's felt thrown away at some point. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I that It's it's very interesting. Now, the more and more I think about everything that's been said, now it's all kind of come together in my head. I love it. Okay, Honestly, cool. the more we talk about it, the more excited I get. Now all yeah, of a sudden right? I'm like, wait, right? December 29. This is exactly what I needed. Yeah, I bet you totally. wish it was next week now, don't you, Chase? Yeah, I do. I really <laughs> do. I really do. There's Sorry, that. man. That was a pre-conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, you know, a helmet that I would like to see, and actually, once I say this, I know all of us would like to see it. Wouldn't it be great to see actual Bausch? Like the real battle. Oh, that would be yes. really cool. That yeah. Would just be really oh, fun. and uh, um, what's his name? Um, why am I forgetting? Um, hi, oh, Lucy. God. We've missed you. OD, whatever his name is, the the dude that with with Vader in the the comic books. Um, that we <laughs> the keep dude seeing with yeah. Vader in the comic books. Yeah. Ochi. Sorry. Oh, she missed him. Oh. Sorry. Yes. Oh. Sorry. I don't know why. Oh, Lucy. 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 That would <laughs> be Lucy. rad. It would. I yeah. mean, now I'm just we like need. talking about bunny hunters, but it would be also fun to see Embo because then like Dave Filoni could be in the show because Dave Filoni voices Embo. So yes. it would just be like kind of yes. fun because like yes. everyone's still working together. So it'd be kind of cute. Yeah. So I'm now that mm. um, that Lucy's here, um, I'm going to say that the other thing that obviously we had talked about before that we're excited about is Jennifer Beals being on and the possibility of a queer character being introduced here and you know, an extension of all the people who love the L word, seeing her be a cool character like that in this environment, I think would be fantastic, right? Oh, yeah. Just mm -hmm. done the right way. Who knows? I mean, she could be her own underworld leader. You know, who knows what she has going on, her hustle, whatever it is she does in this world. But I want her to have agency and I want her to have power. 
yes. and to be able to like yes. it looks like she be, does right honestly like, like from the trailer count on. like the way yeah. that she's adorned like if you look at her I, costume right? yeah. she looks like a person who has status yeah whether it be Boba or Fennec who leans on her to like get the help that they need because she's maybe the ticket into this underworld this whatever new world and new like power that's going on in Tatooine she mm-hmm. may be the the way in and they're gonna yep. have to rely on her to get it done so mm-hmm. I, I yeah let's do it <laughs> so you know something i want to see now you know how john favreau has toyed with the idea and sometimes it really feels like the mandalorian was like a saturday morning a saturday morning cartoon in a lot mm-hmm. of ways well i mean now with the book of boba fett like he's a total like himbo person right and what say himbo or imbo <laughs> the himbo is okay. yeah. <laughs> um but which is fine because now he's going to be gay, so we can they can all eat that and deal with that. Um, but um, one thing would be really great. Speaking of Jennifer Beals and that character, is if there's like a like she's a big powerful like crime lord person, and I'm thinking of Dick Tracy. Remember, I don't know if anyone's seen Dick Tracy, but of course Emma has because it's got Madonna, and we now have Madonna and Pink Milk After Dark. <laughs> there we go. Um, but remember the box, like all the mobsters would like put the per- the people in the box and then put the cement and threw them in the in the yes. water, right? Yes. So that's so that's a very mobster that. type thing to do, yes, right? Of course, yes. What if? Jennifer Beals has like a chair and there's a bucket over the chair that has like hot tar or something <laughs> or carbonite or carbonite. Yeah. Like a bucket of carbonite. I, I love it. And so like they're sitting in a chair and there's like a chain and they can just pull the bucket and like we can get that iconic shot. But if exactly. somebody carbonite dance, <laughs> carbonite, what flash, a feeling yeah, indeed. Carbonite. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> yes. Flash carbonite. I love it. <laughs> And just in case you weren't sure if this was a gay podcast, yes, we were talking about flash dance and carbonite and putting it all <laughs> together. Yeah. Oh with my god, I love freaking flash <laughs> dance. Oh that. my god, do you know? Do you know, little gay Mark, how much he loved that movie because he saw those women and the way they were yes. dancing, the way they expressed themselves, so and I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. I fell in love with Jennifer Beals the moment I saw her on oh, screen. I was oh. like, she's so cute. <laughs> I think I said it when we first brought that character up. But I legit ruined a bunch of shirts because I was running around the, the playground and at school with my little like collar. Oh, with the little down. little off the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Look at these shoulders. I wish they were still this bony. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I it just it's exciting. It's exciting. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to. I honestly have forgotten about a lot of it until having this conversation. So thank you guys so much for making me remember and that article for making me remember mm. what we found an issue because honestly it feels like it's been so long yep. since we first yeah. heard about it that i've forgotten so much stuff as we head into this so um yeah no i'm super excited I, I, i'm so thankful that like you guys have reignited all this in me mm. again because i needed that <laughs> I, I did too i did too and you know we were just talking about helmets and everything mm-hmm. and something else we've talked about on the show is how this is going to differentiate itself from the mandalorian um mm-hmm. and one of my favorite quotes yeah. too was it says unlike mando whose creed ma- mandates that he conceal his identity fett doesn't seem to have any particular qualms about removing his helmet freeing the sp- which frees the spinoff from the flagship series often frustrating mm-hmm. insistence on hiding pedro pascal's face but what's going to be really fun a Along the same lines, like now that like just reading that in the article made me excited to watch the show because now I'm going to like 
I'm used to watching this type of show, this style of show with just like main characters helmet on all the time. But I'm really interested to see how Boba Fett uses or doesn't use his helmet and when he chooses to take it off and when he chooses to keep it on. I like to think that it's like a very strategic thing to do that he just doesn't kind of like, he doesn't like throw it away, but he also doesn't like super serious about it. He's somewhere in the middle and I think he might be able to like just use it in a different way. So an idea for a later show, once we get deep into this show and we've gone a little more into it, because you've got my wheel spinning in my head about all this, right? So, because Mando and the way he hides himself and the helmet, he only chooses to kind of, you know, free himself when he needs to, especially in, you know, the face of his son as that, you know, Darth Vader takes the child away. Um, (laughs) We'll be able to talk about how there is that if... Din is more of a closeted gay man than Boba being the more open gay man. He's fluid, and how, yes. Yeah, he's more fluid. He's more out there. He's more open. And because he's able to be himself, he's able to put himself more out there. And he's kind of grown more and done a lot more. And that's not throwing shade on Din because Din is, Din is where he needs to be in his journey. Mm-hmm. He's still yeah. learning, right? Yeah. Like we all are, right? Yeah. But I mean, again, this is this is what, we, this is what we're here for. I this love is what that. we're here for. So Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, I love yeah. that. You know what I would really love, actually, to to piggyback with that and to bring Madonna back into the conversation? <laughs> Always. We Please. need to, right? Please. Um, you know, every time I would mention that Boba Fett is gay, which, yes, I know is prodding everyone. Let's deal with it. And I'm going to just start now. And it's always going to be gay. And I always get the stupid gif of him with Rice doll and it's like, mm, the floating yeah. thing. So you know what I'd really like to open the show up with? <laughs> Let's give all the Bonnick fans exactly what they want, right? So we see Din Djarin. And Fennec Shan, like kissing, right? It opens up. She's sitting on one side, the arm of the throne where we left off, and he kisses her. And then yeah. the camera pans, and there's Cobb Vanth on the other side of the throne, and he kisses him too, just like the iconic VMA Awards performance of Hollywood, uh, where Madonna oh. kissed Christina Aguilera. Uh, and, and then, and which will be, Brit- oh, hold on, but she kissed Christina Aguilera. That is oftentimes forgotten about, just like his kiss with Fennec Shand is going to quickly be forgotten about because he's going to turn and kiss Britney Spears slash Cobb Vanth second. And that's all anyone's going to ever talk about. <laughs> oh, David's here. Hi, David. I cannot support this. I'm sorry. No. By the way, by the way, so let me. Let, let's, Boba let's Fett another... is not gay. Boba Fett is bi pan. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Not okay, gay, okay. but everyone in Star Wars but is queer. queer. So yes. we also need he to. He kissed have a woman a... and a man. And he's going to okay. rail Fennec Shand into the next century. Yeah. He's going to he's gonna rail <laughs> Fennec she's Shand gonna rail him. in the Rancor yeah. pit. While, yes. no, he's exactly. going to rail Fennec Shand while he's getting railed by Cobb Vanth. Because yeah. we all know that it's the twinky true. little skinny Cobb Vanth is the top. The big, beefy, meaty uh, Din Djarin's and Boba Fett's are the power bottoms. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. just so, come hungry. Okay, I'm getting more and more excited for this show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, because I don't want to let Madonna go just yet. So because of her character and what she does as Breathless Mahoney and Dave in uh, Dick Tracy, we also need to think about the parallel between that character and the Bausch character. Cause you remember her voice is different when she's in disguise. And then, you know, she once they take off the disorder. mask, right. Yeah. And once the mask comes off, it's like, you see it's her. So we're yeah. going to need to do something about that at some point point so just saying i'm just saying just saying also you never asked me who what non-helmeted character i wanted to see in the show and i was gonna say kira i want that so badly such a flex that would be such a flex do it 
Yeah. Like, think of all of the different ways she could fit in. Like, you know, with the whole, like, a Crimson Rain arc has Ochi yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. Ochi's in the show, yeah, he can pull and, and, Kira in along with uh, him. You know, or yeah. maybe, like we said with Jennifer Beals, maybe she's, like, Kira's right-hand woman. Maybe she's her eyes on Tatooine or something. Ooh, her girlfriend. It. Yeah. I love her wife. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, I'm not sure if you can pin Kira down like that. She's going to have an open marriage. It's an open marriage. Field. Come on. <laughs> She's queer. We all have open marriages, right? I know. That's, it's, it's super exciting. It's, it's all of it. I want all Kira, of it. Kira, Kira, Kira. Yeah, like, I just want oh, to yeah. Kira. I swear to God. No, no, no. I mean, why I need not, her in my right? life. Yeah. I need her in Amazing. my life. I will lose my <laughs> mind. If Kira is in this, I love that character so much. I've said this all the time. I feel bad that my gay genes got in the way and those bangs did not work in Star Wars for me. And I judged her based on the non-Star Wars bangs and high pony. No, I love bangs, girl. I love that is no shade on you. Bangs and a ponytail in Star Wars just did not work for me. It just didn't work. Your bangs are... Adorable. Even if and I was a problem, everyone, thank you very much. Tonight cape, was a I mean, lot of fun. <laughs> and, exactly. um, New Year. <laughs> we will go ahead and see you next week or uh, next year, guys. <laughs> oh my god! That wow. scared me. I was like, I don't know what I was like with this bitch. I, like, <laughs> I killed the screen with my shade. I killed it. That's that's so super exciting because like I mean you want those connections right you want to be able to bring those characters in because look honestly I I have to say this Star Wars is catching up with this they're getting there with the formula but I mean not that you wanted the copy but I mean like Marvel has it down really good with their shows and who they bring in the things you can do with that formula is just incredible and so like I said I don't want it them to be copycats but it's like seriously it works beautifully just hire at least no, one no, 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 no. Hold, hold after today star wars can copycat marvel because marvel actually puts queer people in their movies and gives them a kiss that you cannot cut out and gave them one happy couple in an entire plot of unhappy couples but there's one happy couple who was it the gay boys so Star Wars, start copying Marvel. Thank you. Uh, I just need to like, well, actually, because <laughs> Podcast of the Wills is saying that Kara would need to be aged up 35 to 40 years. However, in War of the Bounty Hunters, it takes place in like 4ABY. Like we see her in like 4ABY. Mm-hmm. So if Book of Boba Fett is taking place at approximately the same time as Mandalorian. Yeah, the Mandalorian that's, was. That's only like eight, seven or eight ABY. Mm-hmm. So it's only like five years. It's not yeah. 35. Since the last right? time we saw Kira. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. And she looks pretty similar in, in the comics to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, comics. I mean, you could age her up a little bit. I mean, even if you were to jump forward, you could do hey, it Nick. too. Also, sure. everyone is used to everyone looking pretty and young on TV anyway. So, like, yeah, we won't question it. That's right. Hey, Nick. Nick, you need to listen to our last episode of Husband and Husband, where Tom went and got his facial. Because we're gay, we Are all we get now? facials. About Kira this. is going to clearly be incredibly rich. You know that girl looks like 
Kylo Ren all the time with like oh, little droids floating all over her face, like giving her needle points <laughs> and like injecting like new skin cells, and she's just gonna be flawless forever. She's gonna like that space is what she's going to do. Yeah, <laughs> Jessica Biel on the show is actually six hundred four years old. She just has, has all those little. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I just have to say, but although, do not be embarrassed because you know what? I totally had to look it up myself. Oh, I, I'm sometimes I forget where the hell we are in the timeline. I'm yeah. like, oh, I've been all the time. The characters in Star all Wars. the time. I have no idea where the f <laughs> I am or what day it is or what's happening. So. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't be embarrassed about it. Did I just M- Mister, say? Hold on a second. I could... <laughs> Emma, you just didn't. Um, actually, followed up with. Oh, don't be embarrassed. I myself actually had to look it up because <laughs> I actually <laughs> forgot. You know, and 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 Not the self-report. Up... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it brings up a good point because it's the, if you're the head thing, you're going to have a great beauty team. I mean, it's serious. True. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like you know. He's getting this, what is, what are they called again? What are they called again? Fraxel, frax, frax. What are they called again? Fraxel like lasers. That's like what everybody gets now. That's like the celebrity skin treatment. And they probably have a whole skincare line, like Crimson Skincare, Crimson Beauty. Come on. Totally. Now. Come on now. You know she's making that that beauty she's guru cash. She's sweet, sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's an influencer on the Actually, holonet. We do know. <laughs> we do know that, um, well, I believe anyways, that this Mandoverse is going to help lead into the sequel trilogy. You know, we've already got like Snoke clone looking things in The Mandalorian. We had all all those conversations in the bad batch, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps Kira gets herself some Palpatine like sperm juice, clone. Oh, juice, you mean like cornering and like, uses I mean like, like a Star Wars vampire facial. Mm-hmm. And she just smears it over her face and like the dark side energies, like she learns to reverse it where his dark side powers aged him. She's like, oh I figured out how to reverse engineer this and it makes her younger. <laughs> Do you think they so sell that like at the, the two at Disney World? I think so. <laughs> or if it comes in like the little vial, like in Death Becomes Her, then yeah, right? Yes. You know? Let's yes. do it. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Brian Higa says Kira's aging gracefully, just as great as Bokeh's head. Oh, but- she is a legend. <laughs> Let's You're just hope that her though. wig oh is God. better. Her wig oh. has to be better, though. Yes. <laughs> do any of you remember listening to, uh, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name. What's her name in real life? Oh my God. Bokatan, uh, whatever. But Bo-Katan. Katie Sackhoff. Sackhoff. Yeah, do you remember Katie Sackhoff? Which was brilliant, talking about how much she loved her character and she had to get that scar just right. I'm like, bitch, you should have focused more, less on the scar and more on the wig because no I one really love saw the wig. Oh, I am standing fault. up for the wig. I like the wig. <laughs> I like the wig. Oh my god, no, I love this. Katie, I love it. I love oh this. What we're talking about. See, this, I miss. Okay, this. I miss this. So I have much. more oh, issues yeah. with Ahsoka's like tendrils or whatever they're called. Called than I Ma- do Montrals. Montrals. I have more of an issue with those than I have with Bo-Katan's wig. Size queen. <laughs> you know what? For Ahsoka, I am. Also, Amelia Clark with some distinguished gray yeah. is perfect. Some, she is needs some distinguished gay too. Some Mr. Sheffield, some like all everything. She, she did she have needs. some distinguished gay because you know she and Lando did it. Distinguished no, well, gay, you know, oh, they did 5,000 percent. They yeah. did it, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She let him do butt stuff, exactly. Yeah, and in the cape room, in the cape room, okay. Yeah, in the cape every room. woman in Star Wars pegs, period. Yeah, <laughs> that's like not even a Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan exclusively. I love pegs. that. It's a I love that. It's 
That's what I'm talking Actual about. Actual facts. So, yes. So, <laughs> you know, to, go, to, to, think, to, to bring it back to like Star Wars merchandise and some of the stuff that doesn't sell, so they're all peg warmers. <laughs> Bye, Andy. Oh, no. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Can I, I know I said it once, but I want to say it again. Puritan's my ass. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> This is 100% canon. There you go. There you go. Seriously. Anakin, oh. yeah. He so. was he was too uptight to get pegged, and that's why he turned evil. He couldn't relax. For Anakin. I like, no. to think, I like to think my boy let it happen, but I think that's a better take. So yes. I, I But really he would never it. admit to it. No, no actually, let's, okay, let's <laughs> be real. Let's be real. Anakin would have been down to do it if but he didn't like to shower and Padme was not going anywhere near that because yes, that is the read. <laughs> Where did no. this come from that Anakin didn't shower? What? No, I think Anakin showered. I just don't think he like got He didn't anywhere. do a very good job. He was yeah. like in, okay. uh, he was like in there. Oh yeah. I shower just like our boys. Did you shower? Oh yeah. Daddy. Did you watch her? Uh-huh. Why is it bone dry? That was Anakin. <laughs> Anakin, you did not wash. I can still smell your rank ass. Like it's, <laughs> Like, you can still smell there? it. Oh my god! No. Oh my god! <laughs> like, nope. I'm a queen, bitch. Shower. <laughs> no. <laughs> I may be a senator now, but once a queen, always a queen. <laughs> <laughs> this show's gone off the rails. Oh Jesus! It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um. That's okay. At least we know that behavior ended with Anakin, so that's fine. What the non-showering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, Luke Skywalker may have lived on Tatooine, but he used you know the fathers kept like they couldn't keep track of where all their water was going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Luke was always freshly douched and ready to go. You never yeah. know when I'm going to bump into Biggs. No, he had prepared all no, <laughs> Luke Skywalker has the cleanest ass on Tatooine. Yes. Period. Speaking That's of, a fact. it's a fact. It's a so fact. So clean. He takes yep. care of that Sarlacc pit. So, yeah, exactly. Before we started streaming, we were talking about waxing, and Emma knows a waxer that you can go from Sasquatch to Brazilian in no time flat. And that yeah. person lives on Tatooine, and Luke knew her very well. Minutes. She also bleached, so yeah. he was not only waxed, he was also bleached. Yeah. Well, he also had two two sons out out on Tatooine to do the bleaching for him. <laughs> it's like he's yeah, just like Luke, laying okay? out, laying out at the don't, don't chemically bleach red. though. It's it's bad for you. It actually thins your skin, and it makes you more prone to contracting stis so don't so don't bleed the more you know oh there's mom mom yeah. came in <laughs> mom said, now here's the I thing about anal positive mom but just exactly. don't bleach leave <laughs> that rusty wagon <laughs> draw the line of bleaching. <laughs> here's the one with the peach in his in his uh thing talking about bleaching <laughs> this episode supposed to be about boba fett it still is booty fat. <laughs> No, Boba Booby feet. <laughs> Booby feet. Booby feet. Oh, God. Oh. That is too funny. All those people, you guys all those 8,600 so tweets are going to. <laughs> Why did we support these people? I, if I actually listened to the podcast, that Twitter all never would have went trending. <laughs> hey, look. We're... we're... It's been a crazy day. We're happy. <laughs> it's almost, I know. 
I heard you. I heard um, but, you were the Puritan gays. I was fine I with the Puritan gay, but I'm not here for the Raylos. <laughs> nope, no Raylo gays. Nope, nope. Unsend, unsend. <laughs> so, see, this is a subject that Emma could go on about for days. This is her. This is all her right here. There's an entire <laughs> pegging collection on AO3. There's an entire collection. I, I would seriously, 70... I'd be like. Just 70 works yeah. in it. It yeah. has multiple dozens of works. That's amazing. Yeah. That's about amazing. Ray pegging Ben Solo. Okay, I have to uh we have to read this for the podcast. Sleeping Kitten posted in the thing. So Ben Solo's problem. So what was oh my god, I cannot read. So that was Ben Solo's problem. He couldn't find a girl to peg him until Ray. <laughs> or he found girls, but he never found a girl who knew how to peg the way yes. Ray knows how to peg my been. girl Ray. Dude, no, you know so what? True. In bed, she would have. He would have called her Emperor Pegpatine. Okay, so <laughs> Empress Pegpatine. Empress oh, Pegpatine. Empress bitch. <laughs> you know that crazy voice that he's like. She would have been like. I am Ray. And then, like, <laughs> like then all of a sudden the dark oh, no. side will come Brian's out. It's writing Empress live. Bitch. Brian's <laughs> writing live fan fiction. Oh, my God. I'm crying. <sighs> hey, Steam Queens, can you get us back on track? Ask us some questions. Ooh, Ask a question about Boba Fett. Yeah, please. Talk to us about Boba Fett because, like, I don't, I don't know if I can come back from this. <laughs> I literally am only thinking about pegging now. Actually, right, exactly. Emma's not sure. Let's let's be real. Emma's not sure if she wants to come back from this. <laughs> she wants to stay here. I don't. I want to stay. This is my happy place. Like, <laughs> oh my cannon okay. junkie hello Jerry. <laughs> you want this don't you thank you thank you <laughs> thank you hope for bringing this back in because thank you yeah we love you hope oh my god okay, i'm you. so hope. sorry oh hope god. oh my god she had to witness all of this the way my brain left my body <laughs> i am so sorry <laughs> hope asked the so question much, at pink milk what's your wildest prediction of where the show will end I think I want to start with this one, if that's okay. Go for it. Go. Boba Fett and Bo-Katan have figured out a relationship by the end of this because we know (laughs) that they didn't start off very well, like in the Mandalorian. So I really do think that there's going to be like nice, like we have to figure out the Mandalorians after the the song of the tears and all that massacre. There's not a lot of us. We have to figure out how to come together, just like queer people have to figure out how to come together. Sometimes we might be different right now, but we're going to be the same here soon because we have a bigger fight to fight right now. Right. We're all Mm -hmm. siblings here. Right. Mm -hmm. Very queer story. As we said, Boba Fett's going to be queer. And Boba Fett says, you know what? I can do this, but I need you for one last thing. Like, I know you, Bo-Katan, you are ruthless. And I know like we're the same. We know what the right thing to do is, but we can be really, really ruthless. And I have like a score to settle with someone. And I'm really upset. I was supposed to sit there for over a thousand years and slowly digest. But I've removed the beak from that Sarlacc pit. Please put this on your strap on and fuck me with it. (laughs) Because... I didn't ask to get fucked that way. <laughs> so, Mr. Okay. Sarlacc Pit, please give it to me the way I want. We're still on this. Okay. Brian really said, wait, let me go for it. Wow. Oh, you could hear a, a pin drop. We were so on the edge of our seats, and he was on the edge of that Sarlacc. <laughs> then he Dig just backed right on. Jeez, Brian. <laughs> 
Oh. Anyone else? Wild prediction. Like hey, it's a wild gonna... prediction, Brian. <laughs> Jeez. It sounds like a Tuesday to me, not that wild. Well, clearly. <laughs> not Taco Tuesday, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with Taco Tuesday. I am definitely no. more of a Luke. I am less of an Anakin. Okay, cool. So you're <laughs> by the way, you're Vader. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> according to you, <laughs> Jedi oh, in the Lord streets and a Sith in the sheets. So, <laughs> uh, M, do you have any wild predictions for the end of Boba Fett? I actually do, and they all do involve the Sarlacc, but they're much more family friendly. Let's hear about them. <laughs> because I thought it would be poetic. Well, I just had this idea. <laughs> Okay. You all right? Yes. Brian, are you conscious? Are you fine? Do you need help? Blink twice. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty happy to see him so happy. So there's that. Um, no. Well, my idea actually is that, like, Boba Fett is going to go out in this, like, great, like, sacrifice. Like, there's going to yeah. be, like, some kind of, like, great evil or something or, like, you know, because by this point, Crimson Dawn is under different leadership than Maul, obviously, as we know, because of the timeline. So, um, you know, I would, I, I think that, like, I don't know, maybe, like, Crimson Dawn tries to take over Tatooine or, like, or something. Or there's, like, a, they have, like, an incredibly ruthless leader who's, like, doing horrible things and, like, really bad things start happening. And so, basically, um, Boba has to set a trap. And what he does is he throws a bunch of explosives into the sarlacc like and just keeps adding more and more and more because they take a long time to break down right they're going to be there for a thousand years and then finally he flies into the sarlacc and his jetpack ignites the explosives and it blows the whole thing up yeah. and in the end out. he does and in the end he does end up dying inside of the sarlacc I love or that. he could be riding a crate dragon into the sarlacc and so it all becomes you know very sexual yet that again would... and then it all blows up so, yeah yeah but something for the gays, still, something for the streets. Exactly. <laughs> everybody everybody exactly. should get what they want from this. And That's then it right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If the Book of Boba Fett takes that very pink milk idea of something for the gays, something for the straights, on nights like this, it's more for the gays. Sorry, straight people, but I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Star Wars should bring everyone together. Star Wars is for everyone, the gays and the straights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody in between because it isn't just about those two. It's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well said, Mark. Mm-hmm. Well said. Chase, how about you? What's a wildest prediction for you? Um, I love um the idea of a sort of like big final battle. Um, definitely involving the Tuscan Raiders would be really cool. Ooh. Um, I want to see something from them. Yeah, and I just think I think I love the idea of Book of Boba Fett to be just one book. Not the first chapter of his book. I think that it just tell like one giant epic story with Boba Fett would be really, really cool. And to have it end in sacrifice, I think just makes sense. Ending it in the Sarlacc pit is also super cool. Um, and then again, it brings in the the Crimson Rain stuff. So I think I'm, I'm very similar. I just like want to throw in the addition of the Tusken Raiders would be really cool to see them you know, fully em- empowered in any way that the story sees fit would be really cool. Yeah. I love that. Nick said that somewhere in the chat earlier, Mm -hmm. um, saying that he thinks the show is going to bounce around in time, possibly like separate chapters in the book of Boba Fett. Which would be great. Which would be awesome. You can see him when he's young, right? Mm -hmm. Although, obviously, Daniel Logan is, you know, 
older now, but I'm sure they could de-age him some and have him show him at a certain point in his life, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because you should bring Daniel Logan in. I mean, dude, he's a big part of, the, of this whole thing, right? Yeah, he is. You know, I he's a like part that. of that journey. Um, yeah. So I would love to see that. I like that. I also like what Jerry says here. <clears throat> oh, God, yes. The last episode <laughs> with the bombs and the backpacks Everything blowing up on the Starlight up. Pit can yeah. be directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. it'll be the one episode where women are actually regarded very well and treated well because we all know that Michael Bay knows how to treat his female characters like real winners yeah. <laughs> also everyone listening please recognize that was sarcasm yes that was high <laughs> high <laughs> intensity Sar- it was so sarcastic you couldn't even pick up on it truly <laughs> Mark what about you Meanwhile. I'm going to go off of something I, I, I want to say you tweeted about this earlier. You had forwarded somebody else talking about it. You're talking about the white armor and Din Cobb. Yes. So, but going off of that though, this is a show where we get to see some love for the Boba Fett character all on the forefront because obviously fandom has been a big, 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 like part of like, they propelled this character to where he mm-hmm. is, right? They love this character, right? all its different facets, whether it be the holiday special armor, whether it be the white armor. But what if we get to see all those different armors displayed in this series, whether it be from other characters within the series, and it's an homage because all these other people show up to help him complete whatever it is he needs to do. Or if we step in time, like you said, and you see those various armors pop up, like how he evolved over the years. Mm. There's so much you can do with it. It's like that that it the armor and, and it's different stages that we've seen him in, whether it be concept, whether it be holiday special, whatever. Let's do it. You mm-hmm. know, I want to see them play with that because that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that white armor Boba Fett. Like it's it is beautiful. so it's beautiful. Rad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Boba Fett. Like, I love that costume. I think everyone. Our age probably does, maybe. I don't know. It was just so cool. It just looked like nothing else. Um, but that white outfit's pretty rad. Pretty. I pretty have rad. something to say about that. It's like um, someone on Twitter, I forgot who it was, but I think a friend of mine pointed out the other day that like they've really been sort of advertising this show as like Boba Fett is this legend, but like mm. he's a legend, like more like in fandom. You know what I mean? Like colloquially, he's very <laughs> much a legend, like just in fan- fandom because of like the history of the character. But like as someone who didn't like grow up with Boba Fett, there's not a lot there for me. I just feel mm-hmm. like I get signaled and like told to like love him and respect him. So what I hope from this show is that it really gives me the like gives me the power of boba fett as someone yep. who doesn't necessarily implicitly have it yeah. in the same way yeah you know i had it, it i got it for a second in in that episode of mandalorian where he was like i'm sorry this i'm about to sound so straight which is fine but <laughs> i loved it when he was just kicking ass with that fucking gaffy stick right that was everything and i and, the and his knee rockets launchers yes. were so cool <laughs> i literally was living and i was like okay i get the hype about this boba fett um but i hope i hope it kind of like i hope it yeah. it's it, it gives us more to Boba Fett. I mean, it gives me, I will say, I hope it gives me more to Boba Fett than just like signaling, oh, this is a badass character with a cool like lore within Star Wars history. Mm. It's like, give me more than that, girl, because that's not enough for me as someone who didn't necessarily grow up with that same like story around this cool looking bounty hunter that hung around Darth Vader. You know what I mean? I didn't get that necessarily. So, you know, actually, and why I love that you brought that up. And that's one thing I'm excited for because uh, speaking, we brought up Marvel earlier. 
<clears throat> I am not a huge Marvel person. We know this. However, I am absolutely loving Hawkeye, which is so funny because it seems to be the one that people don't like as much. But like it is easily my favorite thing Marvel's ever done. I think it is so good. But the action in that show is amazing. Mm, I've heard it's amazing. I've heard yeah. it's so good. And I do think that episode of Boba Fett just like kicking ass with that gaffy stick it was so it was a Star Wars that we haven't seen. We got a little tease of it in Attack of the Clones when George Lucas like all of a sudden became that war movie. We had those like really quack, quick like zoom shots while, while we're on Geonosis mm -hmm. and it felt really like visceral in that moment. Yeah. And we don't get a lot of that in Star Wars. And I loved that energy because yeah. it felt different and it i think that energy made boba fett feel a little special yes. in that moment because we don't get it any other time and i'm looking forward to more of that i'm looking yeah. forward to to yeah just like a different a, just a different energy that we don't have and i want and i like that you brought up that people are not a huge fan of the boba fett's got their it stands but he also has people like why are we getting a show about Bo about boba fett <clears throat> mm -hmm. but one thing the sequel trilogy did that i love so much is how meta it was and it was like this commentary on what came before and like somehow worked its way into the story it would be really rad if this show actually paid homage to all of those fans who have stood by this character for so long and yeah, gave what, them like treated those things as a legend, what if and Boba with the Fett, respect yeah. of the character, yeah, and like yeah. what if Boba Fett, the reason that line of Bo Katan, I've heard your voice a thousand times, he and and I'm feeling like like I said, we just watched all these episodes on Clone Wars, I haven't watched in a while. What if he's been living under this thing of I'm not enough? Why mm. do I have all of this? Yet he's this legend that people think about, but he's like he doesn't feel like he can live up to that legend. What if this book is how he lives up to the legend of Boba Fett? I love yeah. that angle. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, but cool. look at it. This it's dangerous ground to tread because look at the legend of Luke Skywalker and what that ended up doing to the actual character. Mm. You know, and what they mm. had to go through and wanting to run away from that legend. You know, because it wasn't it was realistic. Mm -hmm. You know. So mm -hmm. anyway, I, it's just mm -hmm. another way of thinking. About it. I, yep. But in Boba Fett, it's a little easier because he doesn't have the force to kind of like accept for his own inner conflict as opposed to the force and being drawn to the dark side, right? You know, so to me, they kind of mirror each other, whether it be just a regular person's conflict of good and bad to where you have that conflict within the Jedi and the Sith. You know, it's like this inner turmoil, you know, because I, I, that going to the Jedi, because we love talking about the jedi here mm -hmm. um that always bothered me so much that it felt like the moment that you screw up it's like a video game your court that changes course of your life forever mm -hmm. going forward and there's no turning back yeah but then we have somebody like ray who's able to find that balance and was able to be like yes well why does everybody make it so out so hard to do when i'm able to find that balance you know and it's like and it scared the hell out of luke because he thought that yes. she was just like Ben, but she yes. wasn't. She was better than Ben, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ray so fucking much. I Same. love Ray yeah. so much. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I'm, I'm going to tell you, the moment that she caught that lightsaber in I, The Force Awakens, I fucking lost it. I was a yes. fucking mess. So I was good. a mess. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we love God. Star Wars. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, we... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, I think, yeah, I don't know. I can go on about right. We don't need to. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of legends, 
This has been a legendary year. Yes. Thank you to everyone again. Over 8,000 tweets today for hashtag Blackout Star Wars Eclipse. Actually, I last time I checked, it was over 9,000. Holy, really? Oh, my God. Thank you again. Everyone, before you go to bed, let's tweet it out one more time. Let's just tweet it out one more time. Ask your friends to share it. Do whatever. Um, But speaking of a legendary year, which also is another sarcasm because this last two years has been anything, but, well... They're more infamous than legendary. But let's end on a positive note this evening. This is our last show for the new year. So let's do something that we haven't done in a long time. Our mantra here at Pink Milk is we are Star Wars fans. We support each other and we have fun. Today, I think, contrary to what some of those those YouTube channels would suggest, we are Star Wars fans. Today, I think we showed that we support one another in an amazing sort of way. Mm-hmm. And if tonight's show of anything proved, we have fun. So I'm really like, what a perfect pink milk day. Like straight yes. up legit, what a perfect yes. pink milk day. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of absolutely everyone. <clears throat> so that mantra as I get in trouble from my boys was stolen from our mantra that we have at the house that we say every single dinner, every single time around the dinner table. And our mantra is we are berries. We support each other and we have fun. And today I'm thankful for. So tonight I'm going to ask each one of you that we are Star Wars fans. We support each other and we have fun. And this year I am thankful. And I'll just finish this. Brian is thankful to the high Republic authors more than anyone else. Yes. They, the High Republic, has given people who have felt underrepresented in Star Wars but loved Star Wars with every fiber of their <clears> being, <throat> but they gave them something that they hadn't seen before. And I think it was that fire and it was that passion that those authors behind the High Republic gave to marginalized fans that gave them the courage and the voice to speak up today. Mm-hmm. I do not believe. Without the High Republic, we would not have had 9,000 tweets today. Yeah, It gave power to people who have felt like they loved something but weren't seen before and weren't recognized and, most importantly, weren't appreciated. And today we got that. So I am very thankful to all of the High Republic authors, Justina Ireland, Kevin Scott, Charles Soule, Daniel Jose Older, Claudia Gray, you all are absolutely amazing. Christina Ariel, the host of all those yes. shows that brings yes. them all yes. to us every yes. month, 100%. friend of the show. Thank Queen. you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving a voice to real Star Wars fans that did not feel like they had a voice before. Boom. That is what I'm thankful for this year. Amazing. Emma, how about you? Well, because you stole mine, so I'm going to have to find something else to be thankful for. Thanks, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) You bitch. No. That's the second time you call me that in like four hours or three, maybe. (laughs) Honestly, there's so much. There's so much. There's so much to be thankful for. I mean, you know, as was just mentioned in our chat, you know, we got to be part of Star Wars in a Galaxy. Like, honestly, all all of the other pods that have had me on... All of the people that have shown an interest in hearing me 
blather on about my opinions and my thoughts and my feelings. You know, like I I have gotten to be part of so many amazing shows and in community with people that I truly admire so much. Like there are no words for how much I love. Like I, there's so many people to name. Like I could not even like mm. I'm going to forget somebody. But like uh um Eli you know, um, Marie on Marie on Afra's like, you know, everybody like just, um, you know, and Maria and just everybody, everybody be everyone. <laughs> like I can't, mm -hmm. I can't even name everyone because and ben, they ben, mean so much to me. Did I, did, I not, did I not say best worst Ben? Mm, oh, you know what? I was probably, ben. I was probably, uh, saving him for last. Them for last because well, it's because Ben Worst Ben knows so we know. Yeah, we know he know they know how much we love them. Best Worst Ben is yeah very. Oh very God, my heart. yes, and okay. So, yeah. So. so yeah. So I'm thankful for the whole community and for all of the incredible people, you know, queer people, people of color, people like all throughout the gender binary who have been so supportive and just extended their hand in friendship in a way that I will never be able to express the full extent of my gratitude. It means so mm. much to me and and I'm truly, truly grateful. Love it. Chase, how about you? Um, I gotta say I'm thankful for for the hope that was restored in my <laughs> my fragile mm. Star Wars heart. Um <laughs> it today has been a restor restorative is the day I would use. You know, I have more Love energy, it. I feel uplifted, I feel hopeful and so i'm i'm grateful for hope and hope for a better tomorrow and a better star wars and a better everything i just feel hopeful so i'm grateful for the hope love it mark i'm going to start with each and every one of you who share your gifts with me when we're on here and i'm so thankful that i'm able to come on here and be myself and my break, talk about my love of Star Wars because it's like this mm -hmm. is like again, little me would never have thought this was possible. And for you brought up hope, but we have not mm -hmm. thanked our hope here, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. keeps it together in the you know, in the steam room. And thankful for our steam queens, you know, for being here, for supporting us, for our allies. I mean, honestly, today was. It, it, it can always be, you know, a little scary to share yourself in such a way and put yourself out there like that. But then I thought about it. It's like, you, this this has got to be done. It's like, you've got to put the word yeah. out there and it's not easy. And don't pick the easy route. Yeah. Just do it, you know? Yeah. And we did it. And with the support of so many beautiful people out there, it, was made possible and i'm here and i'm sharing this love of star wars with you guys and i want to continue sharing that love you know it's like i said it's so much feels like it's been chipped away little by little but at the end of the day today it's like it feels like a new day i'm excited for book of boba fett and what we're gonna do together in the new year there's so much good yeah. stuff that has, it's yeah. like ahead so you know, I, yeah, I, I, it's like, it can be like an Oscar speech. I can go on forever. The music will start playing. And we'll start playing you off, off now, Mark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> start playing, start playing a share song because you know, we trended above earlier. So, um, <laughs> but, but seriously, I mean, I, yeah, it, we're, we're so lucky 
Mm. And 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 I'm so thankful. So thank you guys. That's all I can say. <laughs> yep. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, oh Ben is the worst Ben. Yes. Ben. Oh. Two minutes too late. Two minutes too late. We were just ben. talking about you, Ben. We were just glowing about you. All Love good you. stuff thank you. this time. Thank yeah. you, thank you. <laughs> next time. Um, good luck, bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I also I want to say a special thank you to the Steam Queens who are here yes. every Friday in the Steam Room, who are willing to get down to their towels with us and just share it all, share unguarded, poppers. share poppers. <laughs> uh, we don't hide anything. Uh, to our peak milk drinkers who listen to us on the podcast and who listen to Tom and I every week in in, in your podcatcher, thank you. Um, yes, Hope, thank you so much for keeping us going and pumping everybody up and your your excitement and your energy is always felt yes. and i also want to give a very big special thank you to chase who joined us this year i was really proud of everything that mark m and i did but six months ago when you were on during a very hard episode oh. our first pride episode right which bookends this if you think about which it bookends it this does. oh my god a hundred percent a hundred percent um, if you didn't know, uh, Chase was a guest on our first live stream Pride episode, and we were bombarded with a bunch of nasty homophobes. Then, they, and you're right, Mark. What a great, like, what a great bookend because yeah. that started off rough. Our Steam Queens, our listeners, our Star Wars community really wrapped their arms around us and were very supportive. Mm-hmm. And now, look what happened six months later. That went from 600 likes and some 80-something shares, which was really overwhelming at the time, to now over 9,000 hugs around the Star Wars community. That's pretty damn amazing. Yeah. But Chase, you have elevated... I can know. I know I can speak for all three of us, but you have elevated our show in a way that yes. would not have happened. That was exemplified in your interview on io9. Like, uh-huh. You have elevated us. You have brought us a perspective that we were unable to have, and I am so incredibly thankful to you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you you mean the absolute more. world to me. I feel very protective. I'm like old enough to be your dad, and I am your daddy. Um, <laughs> oh my! Oh god, that's <laughs> really no, well, you, that's are, you are you are this You are my you are my you're, pa- you're Papa yes. Smurf though. You are Papa Smurf yeah. to us. What is that? <laughs> but I really am very very thankful. And again, yes. I really want to give one final shout out before we go <laughs> to our allies because again, we would not oh, have yeah. hit nine thousand tweets today without our allies yep. mark mentioned this earlier about putting yourselves out there yeah i don't mean this with shade but i'm also gay and so i also mean it with a little shade <laughs> i see you who are willing to put yourselves out there at 7 30 this morning at eight o'clock this morning yeah. when we were at 500 Jackson. you put yourself out there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i saw you people who decided to put yourself out there once we hit four thousand. I saw you people who we asked for help and were too busy and they had stuff to do, but weren't there until it got popular. I see you. I still thank you for your support, but movements do not come by playing it safe. Movements come when queer people and our allies put ourselves on the chopping block, might lose some listenership, might do those things that we are asking Lucasfilm to do, but you're willing to do it yourself. Don't ask someone to do something that you aren't willing to do yourself. And I really do not mean that with total shade, but a little bit of shade because we're gay and we have to be on brand. But also, I saw you. I saw you. And I saw all of you here, every single person here tonight, put themselves on a line and jumped to say yes. And jumped 
to possibly lose listeners and jumped to lose Twitter followers or lost whatever, but they did the right thing and they were willing to do what they were asking Lucasfilm to do. Yes, so this is you. what this is what we're so going to focus on. This Literally, is what the note we're going to end on. We're going to end on the fact that there were so many people who were there from the beginning and who were willing to put themselves on the line and yep. who who eagerly ran forward as allies. And there are so many excitedly. so many people on our timelines who were so happy and eager and just so ready to to do it even though they realized that they might be inviting hate they might be inviting negativity and yet they stood up and they did the right thing anyway and that is such a huge part of what star wars is about is about doing the right thing no matter what the cost and i just gotta say on top like to add to that like more often than not throughout the day today as things were starting to die down, it was the allies who kept the hashtag going. Hell, it was the allies yes. that continuously were tweeting out. Yeah, and Chris got like, tired. It was in little girl, my gay brain, my gay ass is like, log off for me, honey. Okay, the queers <laughs> not get tired. The queers had happy hour to get to. That's they don't. They're not at home with kids. They're out there getting their <laughs> afternoon cocktails. But, on. but really, yes. so thank you so much to like. <laughs> I mean, the al- <laughs> like that allyship was so powerful, and it inspired. It inspired me as a queer person who, on paper, should care the most about this, right? But that doesn't mean anything. We all care about this. We all care about this movement because we all care about Star Wars, and we want, we want it to be the best it can be. So thank you all to the allies because that was incredible. Yes. With that, everyone. Let's do this for the allies. Let's drink up. Drink up.